Jenny broke up with me on Instagram. So I said, Excuse me! She's pro wrestling's queen of mean. But behind the scenes, she's got a heart of gold and a lifetime of experiences. From no-holds-barred tales of her relationships and rivalries to conversations with A-list superstars, the real Vicky Guerrero is ready to talk. Welcome to Excuse Me, the Vicky Guerrero Show. Excuse me! Ladies and gentlemen, we are here. And I am here for the first time in quite some time. My name is Jerry Strauss, and uh, I am on the microphone here on, excuse me, the Vicky Guerrero Show. Of course, as always, there's no way I'm going to be alone here. Um, hello? Anybody excuse out there? me! Oh, God, it's been a while. <laughs> Jerry, where have you been? You've been, like, ghosting me for, like, months. <laughs> you, know, you know what? <laughs> This uh, this lockdown in Jersey is serious. They don't even let us speak to each other. Um, no, it's uh... <laughs> the only reason I knew you existed is because you were editing the content to, to put on the pot, podcast platforms. I knew you were around. <laughs> yes, I mean, like many of us, I've been working out of my home slash office slash studios slash um, homeschool. <laughs> so it's been kind of a busy time for those of us who thought it might actually be cool to work from home. It is not, <laughs> but uh, um, it, it's good to connect with you. It's good to talk to you and actually be on the show for the Absolutely. first time in a while. Yeah, I missed you. We, I, I think we make a good team. So um, I, it's really good to have you back. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be back. And uh, it's good to talk to you because lots of exciting things going on in the world of Vicky Guerrero. Uh, you know, at this point, those listening to this show know the deal or else you're living under a rock or something. But we're going to talk all about your travels, your uh, your triumphs and uh, your surprise appearance that led to a whole new a whole new world in your career right now. Uh, Vicky Guerrero, now a part of All Elite Wrestling. First of all, congratulations. Exciting times for you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I've been telling you for a long time that my dream is to be with All Elite Wrestling. And, um, you know, when there's been so much going on to get to this point because, you know, with COVID, you know, there was just a lot of, you know, testing and, the, you know, and people got exposed. And then um, I had a family member get exposed. And so I had to wait for my test to come back. So it delayed it for like a good month and a half. But, you know, Wednesday, I made my debut and it was just July 15th. And I'll never forget it. It was just a fantastic day and exciting for me. And um, it was good to be back. It really is. And people, you know, I think a lot of people were taken by surprise. There was an announcement. Uh, by Nyla Rose a week or two ahead of time. Hey, I'm going to have a manager, uh, but I'm not going to tell you who it is. And of course, that's going to lead to a lot of speculation. Who is she bringing in? Already a lot of unique managers uh, on the AEW roster, uh, very well-known names, people like Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, Jake the Snake Roberts. So people were expecting somebody impactful, so to speak, somebody that they knew and would be shocked by. And it seemed like there was a small percentage of people who kind of zeroed in on the fact that it might be you, but there were certainly a lot of guesses from a lot of people all over the map. Did you feel after the fact, the response that you got on social media and just out there in the world, did you feel like you shocked the world a little bit? 
Yeah, you know, it, it, it's funny you say that because, uh, you know, me and Nyla, after we finished our segment and we introduced I was her manager, you kind of go back to social media, you're like, okay, what is the world thinking right now? And so, you know, the, the, as we say, the temperature was really good. You know, we had a lot of good feedback. Um, you know, the fans seemed to have been excited that I was her manager. And so was I. I mean, you know, just uh, walking out to that stage, you know, before I did appearances, I was the cheerleader for the inner circle. And I did commentating, you know, guest spot. And I was in the audience for AEW for Double or Nothing. And those were just easy, you know, fun nights. That I could just, you know, enjoy the product and, and not have any stress. But I was pretty nervous all day because I really care about my my work, you know. And I, I care about highlighting Nyla and to make this the best possible storyline, you know, to for people to remember for that night. And so... Um, I mean, it was so hot, you know, because we do film in Jacksonville and I had sweat running down my legs into my shoes and my feet were so slippery in my heels. And I was like, oh, I, please don't let me wipe out on my first night here. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, you know, I mean, it's really different. I mean, there's so many changes, you know, being on AEW because there's no audience. So right. it was very different to not hear that we had a few, you know, we had some of the roster that's the audience and. Um, some of the staff at the arena, you know, they're able to watch and um, to hear some of the yells and the boos. I felt at home, but I am waiting for those, you know, two, 3,000 member audiences is going to be able to show me that true love that they always want to show me when I go out there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Quote, unquote, true love. Yeah. Um, you know, we're going to talk about all these things. Let's just go back for a minute, though, because I want to know, I mean, we've been doing this shows for, for quite some time, over a year now. And, um, you know, we've had a lot of different people on the show that have been a part of AEW. We had uh, Brandy Rhodes on a long time ago, and clearly they're a great relationship between you and, well, everybody. Everybody loves Vicky Guerrero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's um, some good people out there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think back to uh, the Jericho Cruise, which mm -hmm. is quite some time now and you had the opportunity to have a, a live interview in front of a live crowd with the women of AEW and uh, I even tweeted about this the other day you know I specifically remember uh, during that kind of free-flowing conversation the idea came up uh, what if Vicky Guerrero came to AEW to be the manager of Nyla Rose uh, going back to that point where was, I, I mean, I, I guess we could say, where was, uh, where was your head at? Where were, where were any potential conversations or thoughts in the heads of anybody involved about the idea of Vicky Guerrero coming to AEW? You know, I think it's just um, being on that cruise, you know, you're surrounded by all the wrestling fans and you see the shows every night and, you know, me being, you know, from where I've been, you know, at WWE, your, your brain starts ticking and you start getting ideas and interviewing the women, you know, uh, most of them were babies at the time, except for Penelope. Um, you know, we had uh, ref, you know, rep Aubrey on there on the panel, uh, Ali, you know, so they, they all had kind of their own storyline going, but I look at Nyla during the podcast and I'm like, man, she would be so much fun to manage. And, you know, just by mentioning it and of course she loved the idea and we just kind of teased it with the, the crowd from the cruise and we had a good feedback, you know, but uh, of course I had to go back to AEW and, you know, people had to, you know, discuss this, 
but that was my dream. And you know, I just kind of said, well, God, you know, if this is going to happen, then it's meant to be. But if not, then it's okay. You know, because that's just the superstar in me. I just want to like, I'm always thinking about storylines and who's going to face who. And, um, and now my dreams come true. And so me and Nyla have some really cool ideas and some, um, stuff that we want to plan out, you know, for our storyline. So there's a lot of women in AEW that we're going to be able to target and that's going to be the fun part of it. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's really cool because like you said, I mean, I'm sure you're, you're a very creative person and I'm sure your, your brain's been turning, your mind has been churning for a while with these ideas. But when you think about it and we think about the career and the highlights of Vicky Guerrero's career so far, I think people tend to think about your relationships with the guys, with, uh, with Dolph Ziggler and with Edge and sort of that dynamic of being a woman with a man and sort of what would yeah. go on between you and your various clients. And you worked a little bit with people like Lay Cool as well in WWE, but for you to work with somebody like Nyla Rose, this big, powerful uh, woman, this dominator, um, mm -hmm. it really opens up a whole new chapter in, in your career and what you can do and the things that you'll be able to do on TV. It's almost like a whole new start for you. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, me being the manager, of course, I'm going to get behind someone that can, you know, I can pick the fight and then the superstar can finish it. And so Nyla seemed like the perfect person I can hide behind after I, I, I <laughs> you know, make my mouth, you know, get myself into trouble. But um, she's really, she just has a really great attitude and she has so much confidence and, you know, she can do a promo by herself. So it wasn't that she, she couldn't speak that they wanted me to be with her. I just think that it's, it's just a great pairing. Like, you know, here's a strong, you know, woman who's fierce and she's, you know, she, I mean, I'd hate to be in the brunt of her hits, you know, or, or her body slams, but, you know, for me to be able to manipulate the other women to play those mental games and then she can finish out, you know, the match and finish our business. I think that's just going to be, make it a step up for the women's division and bring a lot of attention to not only Nyla, but the other women in the locker room. You know, we look back and I'm looking now at a screen of a lot of our past interviews on this show. Cheap plug. If you haven't uh, checked out <laughs> some of our episodes with some of the great AEW superstars. I mean, we've talked to everybody, as we said, from Brandy Rhodes to Darby Allen, uh, to Lance Archer, to, you know, just up and down the roster. So if you're an AEW fan or just a wrestling fan in general, uh, catch up, go back to the archives and check out some of our past conversations. Um, what was it like for you now? You know, you're on the Jericho cruise, you're mingling with people, but then now you start being integrated into other things in AEW. You mentioned uh, the video that you did with uh, the Jericho uh, with the inner circle and then your, your live appearance <laughs> with the inner circle. Yeah. What, now there's a lot of people in AEW that you've known from the past. And then there's a lot of people that you've met more recently. How you talked about temperature. What's the temperature been like in the inner circle, so to speak of AEW uh, for your arrival? You know, everyone is just so much fun and, there truly isn't any stress, you know, I, coming back from the other company and looking at what, where AEW is today, it's, it's just truly a lot of creativity that they want the character to, to find for themselves. And that's such a refreshing idea because these young, you know, men and women that are on the roster, they're, uh, they're looking for 
all the ideas and they're looking for, you know, um, how best they can be presented on TV and, and the coaches and Tony Khan and um, even the older, you know, roster, you know, the legends like Dustin Rhodes and Cody are just, they're just there to help. And it's just a refreshing, you know, sense of fresh air. I mean, just to sit back and there's no stress and everyone is just working together. And that's just, it's amazing, you know, and, um, but, you know, also it's just, I'm with this elite group of, you know, uh, managers, you know, you have Taz and Tully and Arn and Jake, and I'm kind of, I'm pretty happy that I'm like the first female manager, you know, I mean, besides mm -hmm. Penelope pros, Penelope Rhodes with Kip Sapien, but, um, you know, to really have that full-time manager position, I, I was really nervous because, you know, these are just these guys that are legends and they, their promos are just remarkable. But I also had to believe in myself that I could stand up there and, and be able to represent Nyla as well. And it's just a, a fun area of, of, of a lot of knowledge and just everyone is just laughing and they're excited. And, you know, the funny story is that when I was coming out Wednesday, um, I told Tony Khan and Kenny Omega, I'm like, what do you want me to say? And they're like, well, you do it. You know, you hmm. be you. And so I just said, well, well, how much time do I have? You know, and I just took it from there. And it was just a fun process because um, there wasn't no lines to memorize. There wasn't, uh, you know, the whole, you know, you got to go word for word or it's not going to be accepted. It's just very different. And I love it. I love that we can be creative and feel the atmosphere out there and just feel my character as it should be once I step out on stage. That's great. That's, that sounds like a, an amazing, it's, it's got to be a comfort, I guess, to, to go from sort of the, the other extreme of being, you know, very heavily and tightly produced and scripted. Yeah. And, you know, now you're kind of free to explore different areas of, of what's going on in, in your own creativity. Um, you know, you talked about coming out your official debut and kind of fighting this, atmosphere that unfortunately really all of pro wrestling especially tv pro wrestling has been facing which is having to put on this show without that normal crowd factor involved yeah. um, but i want to go back a little bit because before this going back several months you did have that really memorable appearance on aew dark where you came out to do commentary and um i you know i remember them introduce well they didn't actually introduce you i should say you came out as a surprise um <laughs> you know the, the excuse me raining from the speaker system before you were even <laughs> visible and uh the crowd reaction this is of course before before the pandemic so this was a december a, yeah it was in december yeah yeah it was a big uh full energetic aew crowd which is how they do and um the whole place just immediately reacted. There was no adjustment period. There was no, hey, who, who exactly is that? They, <laughs> uh, you know, you were still very much clearly to the wrestling fans, top of mind, and, uh, you know, someone that they were happy to, in a way, to be entertained by <laughs> that love-hate relationship. Um, what was that like for you? Because to me, I mean, I have to believe, like, for you, that would be recognition of, oh, they still remember me, and maybe evidence to AEW, um, oh, they still remember her. She needs to be on this team. Yeah, it, it took a long time for them to, you know, there was a lot of conversations back and forth. Um, I, I did express to them, I'm like, man, I would love to, you know, be a part of this team. And I talked to Tony Khan quite a bit. 
And, um, you know, they did like the reaction. And then, you know, for me to be on the, the Jericho cruise and to have the podcast and featuring the women, it, I think I, I said, um, a president's that I'm, I want to be a hundred percent part of this company, whether it's just with the podcast or being a part of as a superstar, whatever it was, you know, I let them know that I really enjoy being part of this company. And I think that just resonated with them that, you know, that I was going to be someone they could depend on. And then of course, when double or nothing came around and, um, you know, that I saved for those TVs and became the inner circle cheerleader, the roster was just really amazing. And so was the, you know, the, the fans, you know, every time they saw me on TV and the roster, you know, we've had like Sammy Guevara and, um, you know, Britt Baker and just a lot of the, the roster. And they were just like, when are you coming over? You know, when are you going to stay here for good instead of going home, you know, and they just were really sweet about it. And I was like, I really want a job here, <laughs> you know? So, um, they were, I had a lot of support from them and I got to know even the new guys that I haven't seen from the Indies and, uh, they're just, it's just a fun, uh, place to work and to spread the knowledge and to see how Dustin Reynolds, you know, coaches the women. And I can be a part of that. You know, I love, I want to show them how to do promos and I want to show them how to have the confidence in the ring. And they're so young that they're learning all that. And I I think this is just a great opportunity for me to, you know, share my wealth of knowledge and my experiences and the good and the bad and let them know, you know, that I'm here to help them. And it's all about, you know, making them the next generation. that's going to make all elite wrestling better than ever. That's, it's amazing. It's, you know, I, I think it speaks to what you can do for them in the present, in the, in the future, because AEW is not a company that will immediately bring in established uh, stars from WWE or elsewhere in the world. Like there, there's really a focus on freshness, fresh new talent, fresh new characters. Uh, there are familiar faces there, but clearly the defining line is whether they can bring something new to the table and continue to evolve. They don't just want the same old thing. So I think that speaks very much to confidence in the fact that they're not just going to get the same old thing from you. They're going to get more of it, more different things, more creativity, and uh, sort of a, the best is yet to come for you. And yeah. I think that's, that's what they want from you. Well, and I have to remember too, Jerry, that I don't want to be the same character that was at WWE coming into AEW. It's time for me to, you know, reinvent myself. And I, I have a new roster and as I say, a new playground, you know, that's going to excite me to interact with the different people on the roster. And I think that's going to um, just have me enjoy this a lot more. And I forgot what the, how exciting and the love that I have for inside the ring and, um, you know, just with how gracious Tony Khan was and all the coaches and just the staff of how welcoming they were to have me come in. It's been just a fun ride. And um, I can't wait for the next, you know, time I'm out there. <laughs> it, you know, it's, uh, it seems like that's kind of the, the, the mood of the wrestling world in general, because these opportunities to go out there and perform are just rarer than they used to be because there's, there's not as much going on. The schedules are so weird. <laughs> um, yeah. What, what is your schedule going to be like going forward now? I mean, I know things are unpredictable, you know, beyond, beyond a month down the line or so who knows if we're going to be open back up or, or closing up shop. You just never know. But yeah. um, I, I mean, at this point, is it, you know, the, the schedule that we've seen from AEW, uh, you know, 
doing live TV or taping every couple of weeks, getting together and still having that consistent, that consistent content. Yeah. I think, you know, Tony Khan is being very smart about how he's using his resources. Um, you know, we, we, we go live and then, you know, we do tape. So, you know, we, we go to work every other week. And I think that's great because it lessens the exposure of everybody being on the airplane and Tony, also, he tests us, you know, for COVID before we even get to the arena. So when we fly in, we go to the hotel and we're getting tested. And I think that's just made me feel so safe for my own self and my family that, you know, when I go that I'm not, I'm okay and I'm, I'm healthy and I can be around everyone else. And um, just with that thought of what he has for the roster, it makes me feel like it's just a real family environment. And, and Tony's just this huge wrestling fan and great guy and he just spreads a love and concern for everyone and I think that's just um that's just one of the things that attracted me to how great AEW respects the superstars and you know you know going in every two weeks you know the guys get time off you know these guys are doing some amazing matches and um and we have AEW dark that we do too and so it's just a you know you work hard for those two days and then you're able to go home and rest your body and spend family time and get other projects done and I love the schedule I, I couldn't they had to pinch me whenever they told me that oh you only work once a week you know and uh, right right now AEW it does have some dates on the calendar that's supposed to be live audiences but I know they keep pushing them back because of all the different you know things going on with COVID but um, we're, we're hoping that this vaccine comes out and you know things get back to normal and we can have the fans back in our arenas because we all miss them we miss the yelling and the booing and the the cheers and just the noise does add a lot of excitement on our part, you know, to be out there in the ring. Yeah. I mean, that's, especially with AEW specifically since, I mean, since the debut back last fall, that was, that's been such a big part of the, the atmosphere, the presentation is just how wild and, and uh, electric those crowds can be. Um, and it's pretty cool that you guys have found a way to, at least somewhat replicate that by, you know, putting people in the crowd. I think you guys were the first to do that Um, and really have at least some sort of volume, some sort of energy and response to what was going on in there. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I look forward to being able to see you and Nyla uh, in front of a real crowd and get a real reaction. And uh, I think, I think that's going to be almost a second uh, coming out party for you guys. Yeah, you know, and also, Jerry, they showed me so much love, especially Cody, by giving my my own Tron with music. Like, I was shocked when they said, oh, we're going to give you some music in a, you know, you're on Tron. I'm like, what? You know, because, you know, I just, I've never, I was never offered that before. And so just how much they're welcoming me, you know, to be a part of the team and to, you know, everyone's like dancing to my music. And I had to listen to it when I got back to the hotel. I'm like, this is awesome. (laughs) I mean, it just, it made me smile and I'm just, I'm grateful and honored because they've really opened their arms to welcome me. And I'm just, I just want to do my best and give them a hundred percent every time I have to go out there and, you know, lie, cheat and steal (laughs) for the win. (laughs) Well, look, and and for those who've been listening to this show for a while, I mean, I mean, let's let's talk about this for a minute here because you know you've been very open, very honest on this show about you know your struggles with kind of going from WWE, being out of wrestling, and then kind of wanting to get back into wrestling, and uh, you know finding frustration, I guess, with uh, maybe not having the road back that you were hopeful for, that you had pro- yeah. uh, that that you had thought that you had earned. Um, 
has everything worked out for the best for you? I mean, are you in a good place as far as just saying, you know what, like this is, this is what, what's meant to be and this is where I need to be? Oh, yeah. You know, when, when that whole thing happened, when I went to Garland for AEW, and um, that's when WWE didn't let me interview any of their superstars, you know, their active uh, stars on the roster. You know, I, I pretty much knew how they were with other companies. And I, I tried to, you know, open that line of communication and say, hey, you know, I'd love to, you know, interview. And when I had to hear from two other people instead of WWE that, you know, I can't interview anymore. I was, you know, I walked away knowing that I always gave my hundred percent and I, I wish him well, but you know, life goes on and I'm, I'm ready to make some more opportunities and, and, and make my brand even bigger, you know? So if they didn't want to be a part of that, then it's, I wish him well, but it's time to say goodbye and it's time to move on. And um, I couldn't be happier where I am at today. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. That's, that's what we like to hear. And uh, I'm going to ask you another question. And I think that you're also going to say something we all like to hear, but let's ask it anyway, because there <laughs> has to be, there has to be people who are wondering, uh Oh, she's on the road. She's busy. Uh, things are going on. Is this the end of, excuse me, the Vicky Guerrero show? So why don't you set the record straight on exactly what plans are for this show in the immediate and maybe not so immediate future. Oh, I think the podcast is going to get even better because, you know, I think the TV exposure is going to make it great for us to expand our brand, you know, with the, with our guests. And, um, you know, the podcast is really easy to do on the road. You know, it's not something that I have to stay at home and do. And, you know, by your help, Jerry editing and, you know, getting these things again, our episodes on the podcast platforms, that's, that's your job, you know, so if I can, you know, get these interviews and get them done, I think we make a really good team. And um, I'm looking for more followers. I'm looking for sponsors, you know, come on, sponsors, help us out. You know, because it, it would, it would make our life a lot easier. But um, I just think that this is just opening another door, you know, to uh, the Vicky Guerrero brand. And I love the podcast. I love talking to guests and from past and from future, you know, people that we don't even know yet. And so this is just, uh, this is just the, the peak of the mountain and we're going to go to the clouds. <laughs> oh, I like that. There's a t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that could be a good quote, right? <laughs> we need to get on that. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, we talked about this even even when we were off the air, but you know we should go on record and say, hey, as of now, nothing's changing with this show at all. We're still coming out each and every week. We're still out there talking, not just to AEW stars, but people from all over the wrestling world and beyond. Um, yeah. And that's what Excuse Me is all about. And uh, that's going to continue, except it's going to get, as you said, bigger and better because now – there's momentum. Now, Vicky Guerrero is on your TV screen each and every week on TNT. And, uh, you know, there's just going to be a lot of support behind this show and uh, bigger and better guests than ever. And uh, I think a lot of cool things are coming up. So I'm excited. Yeah, you know, and I think, Jerry, once we get the conventions and, you know, the live shows going on, um, I'm, I'm ready to do some content, you know, where we can put it, you know, as part of our podcast, you know, different conversations and people that I meet, you know, we can add those to the show. So I think this is all positive for us. And um, as long as you can do the editing, then I'll do the talking and we'll, we'll keep moving forward. <laughs> and, and look, you guys out there, uh, we still like to hear from you. So if you have any 
questions or suggestions or comments or just anything that you think might be something that can add to the show or just something you want to know, uh, reach out to us at excuse me, Vicky at outlook.com. It's been a while. I could still do it. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, it's so weird to hear your voice. I'm like, I've been alone for so many months. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you've had guests like that. <laughs> I know, but I mean, usually I'm used to, you know, having you, you know, we can go yeah. to the interview, but um, it, it's just been a fun ride. And I think, you know, um, this is going to get even better and I'm excited. I mean, you know, I just, I'm full of opportunity to, to show up at my front door and um, you know, I just, uh, this is just great. I mean, the TV exposure and meeting new people and there's so many people backstage that we can have for our guests. And um, you know, this is just, it's just all these lists that keep getting bigger and bigger in my notebook of who I want to have. And uh, I mean, this kind of doubles your must see or must hear schedule for the week now, because guys, instead of just waiting for the new excuse me to pop up every Thursday, now you've got appointment TV on Wednesday night, every Wednesday night, AEW on TNT, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Um, you got to tune in and see what Vicky Guerrero and Nyla Rose are going to do next on primetime television. And then, uh, make sure that you subscribe to Excuse Me so you can be the first to hear what we have going on here on this show the very next morning, sometimes even earlier. Yeah, I promise I'll be nice this time. I'm not going to make anyone mad. I'll be a nice superstar on screen. <laughs> She'll be on her best behavior. So good behavior. <laughs> Such a good behavior. I can be nice. I can smile. <laughs> <laughs> the cameras are on you now, Vicky. You've got <laughs> you got to be you got to at least for a couple weeks try to try to be on good behavior before you tear the place apart. Yeah, I, I'll try, Jerry. Don't worry, I'll, I'll give it a try. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> no, but I I, I I really want to just you know thank everyone because uh, each week you know we're getting better and better. We get more followers. We I want a lot more. We want a lot more followers. A lot more downloads and subscriptions and just everyone to, to comment on everything because um, we're having a good time giving you all this content and bringing it to you on a weekly basis and we just want more. So if you guys support us, we'll keep doing this. And um, thanks Jerry for all your support because I couldn't do this without you. Oh, well, likewise, <laughs> literally. Uh, I could not do the Vicky Guerrero show without Vicky Guerrero. Um, <laughs> And this has been a this has been a, a unique one. So, um, I mean, I, we want to thank everyone for tuning into this one. Of course, not a normal interview week for us, but we thought that it would be a good time to connect and uh, reunite a little bit on the air and kind of get people up to speed because there's been so much talk about you uh, joining the ranks of AEW. It's cool to hear the story right from your own mouth. Yeah, I like that ring to it. So onward and forward I go. <laughs> <laughs> another good t-shirt idea i need to be writing this hey, yeah come on <laughs> thanks jerry oh thank you vicky and thank you guys for checking us out of course uh once again reach out to us excuse me vicky at outlook.com check us out on facebook on twitter on instagram everywhere that vicky is everywhere that we are you know the deal and uh <laughs> we'll uh we'll catch you next week here on excuse uh me Excuse me! Thank you everyone for joining us for another episode of the Excuse Me podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, 
rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Spreaker, or your favorite podcast platform. Check out our official Facebook page at facebook.com slash excuse me Vicky or follow me on Twitter and Instagram and email us at excuse me Vicky at outlook.com with questions or comments. Until next time, excuse me!